Hello and welcome back to Stop and Go F1 for this very Christmassy news video. My goodness, look how Christmassy it is. I'm wearing this massive jumper, which is absolutely huge. The Christmas tree is out. I went out with my friends last night for Christmas and my voice is a little bit gone. It's the most Christmassy the news has ever been, I think, quite frankly. So, what is going on in the news video today? Well, we got um, the first few teams announcing when their launch, livery launches are going to be. We'll get into all that. A lot of news around Ferrari and their car for next year. Uh, we got some news about the McLaren ownership and then a little bit of F2 stuff as well at the end. Whilst my computer makes all the noises in the world. So, all that and more to come in the news. Uh, also, just before we get into that, you know, like and subscribe, obviously. But also thanks for all the... Uh, kind words and interactions and everything we've been getting on the advent calendar videos only two days more because you haven't been watching the advent calendar videos this is a 25 day a hundred dollar f1 advent calendar so two days more of that on the channel and of course if you haven't watched it there is a playlist available on the channel of all the videos in there for you as well so Make sure you catch up on that because that's a lot of fun. Also, yesterday a video came out where I bought all the cheapest F1 merch from the official F1 shop. Uh, so that's on the channel as well. People seem to be enjoying that one. So if you want to see that, that's on there as well. So loads of content on the channel once you're finished here. And then you know what? There's even more content coming up. I've been just recording a load of stuff going off into the new year. There's videos that I recorded last weekend, which are going to come out at the end of January, start of February, where I forget to take down the world's worst Christmas tree. So if you like the world's worst Christmas tree, there is a video coming out on the last Friday of January and the first Friday of February, where the world's worst Christmas tree will make an appearance. So that's very exciting for everyone involved, I am sure. But let's get into the news then, because it's time to talk launch season, and Ferrari were the first to announce their launch, which are going to be the 13th of February, the day before uh, Valentine's Day. They were bang on Valentine's Day uh, this year. Next year, the day before. Uh, interestingly, though, Williams and Sauber are launching on the exact same day. They are both on the 5th of February, which is quite the coincidence. I remember last year, I think it was McLaren and Aston had theirs on the exact same day. And it's a bit annoying, I think, for them, because, you know, you've got your big day planned all around you, and then there's another team. Also, interestingly, with Sauber, we spoke last week about, uh, what's it called, F Stake F1 Team Kick Sauber, but then they put out this statement, which doesn't really say anything at all. I'll see if I can find it right now whilst we're talking, but it basically just went... Um, Yes, we know that some of you think our um, our name is ridiculous, but maybe maybe it's not ridiculous. And then some people read that and said, oh, yeah, well, that is them basically saying, oh, we are going to change our name, and this isn't the final name. But when I read it, it's like, no, I think, I think what they're saying there is that they realise their name's ridiculous and move on. So let's see, why is that the eSports team? What the hell has gone on here? Um, don't worry, everyone. I will find the statement eventually. Alfa Romeo F1 team stake. 
Here we go. So this is the statement they put out. It seems our recently released team name has been getting a lot of attention. While we're not ready to unveil the final results yet, we are aware of what we are we are aware of what's at stake. Rest assured, we're on a mission to unleash the most exciting team identity this team has ever seen. Gone in the days of short and sweet, we're cooking up a feast. So there's lots of plays on words there about steak and cooking. But, you know, um, I can see why people think they're going to change the name. Because it says, while we're not ready to unveil the final result yet. And people are reading that and going, oh, well, that's not the final name. But later on they say, gone are the days of short and sweet. So... Who knows what's going on at that team? And quite frankly, this is the most attention they've had in like three years. So good on them for having the world's worst name because people are finally actually talking about them. But a team that people don't need to have a stupid name to talk about is Ferrari. And Frederick Vasseur has come out and been talking quite a bit this week. Firstly, he said the 2024 car uh, will have 95% new components. So... Um, what that really says to me is I think Ferrari are going down the Red Bull route because they're the last team to do it. I mean, they've moved slightly towards the Red Bull route over the course of the year, but I think 2024 we will see them fully go that way. I mean, Mercedes have gone that way pretty much. Every other team has gone that way. I think it was just really Ferrari who were holding out. I mean, if you, if you look at Haas, Haas basically adopted the Ferrari ideology for the last few years since the regulation change. And then this year they've gone, ah, I'm not too sure. We'll do the Red Bull stuff as well. So I think Ferrari are the last ones holding out and saying that they're going to be changing 95% of the compounds of the car. That to me says whole new idea. I think we're having the red Red Bull uh, come out on the 13th of February. We'll have to wait and see. Frederick Vasseur has also said something that he said quite a bit, but he said it again. He said, there is no number one driver at Ferrari. Uh, he went on to say, we have showed this season that we've put more than equal treatment between the drivers. We have two cars, two drivers. Uh, one of the good points of this season is that they scored almost the same number of points. Now, there's a few things to dissect from this, because let me just pull up the actual points, because I do know it was close, because I think um, Science was leading the two all year until the end. So Science got 200, Leclerc got 206. <clears throat> so yeah, they did basically get the exact same amount of points, but that doesn't necessarily tell the entire story. Because if you look towards the start of the year, right, so... Carl Sainz had a fourth in Bahrain. Charles Leclerc didn't finish. Then you go to Saudi. Sainz finishes sixth. Leclerc didn't finish. And then, you know, you go on from there and you have a few... No, Sainz, uh, Leclerc did finish, right? He was seventh. But I think he had an, he had a penalty on that race. And then you go to Australia. And, well, Sainz did finish, but he had that, that ridiculous penalty there. Leclerc didn't finish. So... I don't... When you say, oh, they were both equal, I don't think they were both equal. I think Leclerc was the far better driver over the course of the year. I think there were moments in the season where Sainz was on the level of Leclerc, but if you look over the course of the season, I don't think you can honestly say that they were equal because they just won't. They just weren't, sorry. Just, just, just won't. Then looking to the future now, just like that famous Christmas song, you know, Slade's Merry Christmas, everyone. Here's to the future now. It's only just begun at Ferrari. 
But uh, looking at the future, let's say in a hypothetical world, Ferrari have a car that is good enough to challenge for the world title next year. I don't know if they will, but let's just say that they do. If you're in a position where you're challenging for a world title, you have to put all your eggs in one basket, especially if you are going ahead against Verstappen and Red Bull, which, you know, more likely than not, Verstappen and Red Bull will be the favourites for the title next year. So let's say Ferrari can challenge that. You need to have a number one driver, and that needs to be Charles Leclerc, because he is, is the better driver. I think at the start of the year, he was having a lot of hiccups and maybe a lot of holdover from the year before. But towards the end of uh, this year, he's been incredible. And he is just the, he's the better driver of the two. And you need to show favouritism sometimes. I think that was what was lost in 2022. When, for the first half of that year, you know, Ferrari looked like the favourites for the title. He really did. I mean, upon reflection, people look back at 2022 and go, oh, that was a dominant Verstappen year. But if you look at the first half of that year... The Ferrari is the better car, and they were the favourites, and they threw it away. So, and something that they lost there was like, no, you need to favourite the guy who's going to win you the title. It's like, look throughout all F1 history, it's a very simple equation. That's the guy who wins the title, that's his teammate. Ferrari know that better than anyone with Michael Schumacher and Rubens Barrichello. That's just, that's just how it works. So... I know Vasseur's saying there's no number one driver at Ferrari, and that's probably a very political thing to say because both drivers are going into contract negotiations as of right now. So it's probably a great thing to kind of say, oh, yeah, publicly we're saying this, and, you know, we'll be favourites. And, like, when they're in a position where they are the third, fourth best car, yeah, have no number one driver. It doesn't matter. But if you're going to be at the top, then that number one driver is going to come in. Uh, speaking to teams that want to go to the top, we'll talk about McLaren now. Because um, McLaren, they're getting good. They uh, had a very good end of the year. My worry about McLaren is for the last few years, they've gotten quite good towards the end. Then the next year they've turned up and gone right to the back again. So hopefully that won't happen. But bigger news for McLaren is that the Bahrain uh, Sovereign Wealth Fund, the Bahrain Sovereign Wealth Fund, everyone, will reportedly take full ownership of McLaren. This is just a rumour at the minute, but a deal could be confirmed within the next week. Uh, this is coming from Sky News this week. Um, the Bahrain Sovereign Wealth Fund are already the majority shareholders of the McLaren team, but uh, this report is suggesting that they've bought out everyone else so that they will become the whole owners of McLaren. Now, what does this actually mean? Honestly, not that much. Unless you are a shareholder from McLaren, your life will not change that much via this news. Um, because, you know, they're already majority shareholders. They have been for a long time now. I think since uh, Ron Dennis left. What was that? Like 20... 17 2018 uh the bahrain sovereign wealth fund have been the number one shareholders for the company you know i don't uh, this doesn't mean zach brown's going anywhere we won't see any massive changes you know they've pumped a lot of money into this team and it probably will just mean they'll pump even more money into this team so if you are a mclaren fan i actually think this is good news uh, if this does go ahead which it probably will uh so yeah Big changes at McLaren, but realistically, nothing's going to change. And 
finally, our final piece of news is one that's excited me no end this week. And it's the official news that Oliver Behrman has been confirmed to be racing with Prima again for Formula 2 next season. Which confirms the Prima team lineup. Are you ready for this? Because this is something special. Their lineup is Ollie Behrman and Kimi Antonelli for 2024. My goodness what a pairing that is that could cause a lot of fireworks if you aren't fully aware ollie behrman is uh, ferrari's next big thing he had a very decent year this year in formula 2 next year he'll definitely be looking to go for the title kimi antonelli is mercedes next big thing and you know they have so much trust in him and think he's so quick and he's actually skipping f3 and going right into f2 and, you know, a lot of people are saying, look, I know he's a rookie, I know he's missing F3, but he could also be a contender for the title uh, next year as well. So a lot of fireworks potentially in that Prima team. It's going to be really fun. I think F2 is setting up to be really, really quite something else next year, and that duo will be a big part of it. So there you go. There is the big news of the week. Of course, as I said, Adam Calendar video is still coming out on the channel. Cheapest merch video came out yesterday. Who knows? There may be a follow-up to the cheapest merch video coming out in a couple weeks. Who who knows? I know. There, there's a follow-up video coming out to the cheapest merch merch video in a couple weeks. So watch that one and then you can you'll get the other one. Um apart from that though. Have a good Christmas, if that is what you choose to celebrate. If you don't celebrate Christmas, just have a good old weekend. Until next time, though, have a good and see you later. Goodbye.